Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With Kevin Walsh and Donnie Wrightside. It's Thursday, another episode of Moneyline. Donnie writes out along with Kevin Walsh. Tonight, college football takes center stage. But we do also, K-Dub, have one afternoon baseball game. So I want to ask your opinion here. How fired up are you right now for the Mariners-Tigers getting underway in about 10 minutes? Oh, so jazzed up because... I was with the early line. Donnie Rideside was giving us the winning edge. And under, if I remember correctly, was what you were thinking about for this baseball game? Yeah, with two bad pitchers. So go figure on that one. We'll see how it plays out. Seven and a half still on the board and a favorite here for the halves in the Mariners at a minus 154 price and the have nots for the Detroit Tigers. So we'll see how that one actually plays out. But it is a game and it does get underway. How about this one, Kev? You ready for this? You weren't here yesterday, so... Yesterday, there was two games to start the day. Afternoon baseball. One was a 206 and one was a 210. So we start the show, and I don't know. I guess I'm just in la-la land. I'm like, yeah, these games start in a couple minutes here. So I'm like, yeah, this, I think this happens. I think it was one of them was the Mar- excuse me, the uh, Brewers game, which I like the team total over four and a half. So I go, let the people get in there and bet that because it starts right away. And then doing the show, checking in, not paying attention. We open up the 2 o'clock hour. I'm like, hold on now. These games are starting in like six minutes. I thought they already started an hour ago. That's how tuned in I was to the Major League Baseball card, even though I had a small wager on the game. Just completely baffling that I was looking at that card and the game still hadn't started yet. So that was my day yesterday. Now, I, now I take that story. I pair it with the story that you told on the early line about misremembering which plays mm-hmm. were which. Mm-hmm. Now, it sounds like you're missing me. And you're kind of falling apart without me on Wednesdays. That's how it comes off to me. Any truth? Maybe I, have, I have a lot. More, I have a lot on my plate because you know when you're here, you know you just we just go aimlessly around. When you're not, it's time to focus and put on the best show you can possibly put on. And some things slip through the cracks at that point. But hey. It's Thursday. We're back. By the way, it feels like a Friday. I don't know if it's the really nice weather outside or like football is on. Mm-hmm. But I like I have it like winding down yesterday, you know, a little bit tired going to sleep. I'm like, oh, good tomorrow. And it's only Thursday, but I do feel I'm in like a Friday mood today, though. What's funny is because of the new schedule that I'm on here, mm-hmm. nothing makes sense. When you just opened this show here on a Thursday, yeah. I was like, now that's not. Now that's not right. It's 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 probably Monday if we're being mm-hmm. honest because of how my week now lines up. So, man, I the first time I had the Wednesday off last week cuz usually my, you know, full day off was Saturdays, yes. right? And I was talking to somebody and someone, you know, said like, "Oh, like today's uh Wednesday." And I'm like, "Oh, man. 
I did not I did not realize that. And they're like, oh, what do you think? It was Thursday, a little closer to the weekend. And I went, I'll be honest with you, sir. I thought it was Saturday. Uh, I'm just, <laughs> um, I'm, don't worry about me. But yeah, so that that part of it is a bit of an adjustment, I got to tell you. Yeah, a little bit thrown off at that point. But again, it is nice. We got baseball on today, but a full weekend heading up here starting tonight with college football. And then we almost, you know, it's two games. I mean, there's, there's a good amount of like games you can dip your toes into the water tonight just to get that nice little taste. And by the way, you know, we take a look at some of these sports books and what they have to offer. And we talked Mm. about it. Joe came on the talk on the early line, and I was basically, man, this touchdown market is outrageous for college football. Like, if this is the future now of college football, you can have so much fun with so many different players and touchdown scoring. I was like, man, that's really cool. So, logging on to the show today, I'm like, I wonder what they do today. Really, the I mean, obviously last week was week zero, but this is the true weekend of football where you're ready to get fired up. You got games mm-hmm. all day today, or all night, I should say. There's no odds boost here on the FanDuel Sportsbook, so at least I scroll around to other places. Caesars, how about mm. this one? Max hundred dollar bet. It's a boost plus three twenty five. Okay. Sean Clifford, Spencer Sanders, and Brady Cook. Now, who's Brady Cook play for, by the way? Ooh, who's that guy? I'm trying it's to be think. some a, a higher team. Yeah, that's right? what I'm saying. Like none of the none of the high teams are are jumping off of the page there. Mizzou. Okay. Yeah. All right. Who they got tonight? Lots. Okay. All right. So each one of those quarterbacks over one and a half touchdown passes plus three twenty five. It's a fun bet, unquestioned. Yeah. Plus three twenty five is a legitimate yeah. payout there. Yep. Now. Uh, we could probably look up. I know Spencer Sanders from this morning yes. was like minus 188 yeah. to throw to. Yeah, juicy, yeah. Right? With a team total that's, I think, above like five touchdowns, the Purdue-Penn yes. State total's pretty high. I mean, mm-hmm. Mizzou playing La Tech, you would think the quarterback. So it's it sounds reasonable, right? Sounds it is like reasonable. Uh, again, we, we talk about this pretty often, too, with Boos. <laughs> sounds like you're in the mix for, for that bet, right? Like that yes. shouldn't be one of those, like, Oh, it's over immediately, right? That's an all-game. Yeah, like, like, oh, Sean Clifford didn't even throw a touchdown. What a terrible bet. Like, it doesn't feel like it even has the possibility to actually be that way. So all you're asking for on those plus 325s opening night of football is, give me three offenses that we expect to score points tonight. Mm-hmm. And, hey, hang around. You know, you're, you're right. Always in it. Clifford throws a touchdown. Spencer Sanders throws one. Cook throws one. Let's just say each one of those guys get a first half one. You're saying, okay, let's watch these second halves and have some yeah. fun. So it looks like a decent one where, no, Fandle, come on now. Like, eh, nothing yeah, at up. 1 wake o'clock in the afternoon? It, got, it has to be. It's Come on. Even if you go an individual game, you got it definitely. I, I totally agree. Because even if I'm a week zero respecter, yes. it, it's called week zero for a reason. This uh-huh. is the true opening week of college football. Today is the true opening day of college football. You're loaded with options on the FanDuel Sportsbook. Get the people to yep. boost. Get yeah. people involved there, right? Now, is DraftKings hiding a, a boost somewhere on page 7 yeah, I'm that gonna, nobody can yeah, find? I'm going to go through that, but I like seeing St. Francis, PA versus Akron today ah. with an over-under of 53, 6 p.m. at the kickoff. So we're off and running here on Moneyline. It's a Thursday afternoon. No better place to be. And if you want to get involved with myself and Kevin, you can. 844-843-6879. Come on back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. 
Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Yo! Right back at it. It's Moneyline. We're on the grid. Sirius XM 159. If you're moving that dial, you're doing it wrong. Keep it here with the grid all football season long. Ooh, that sounded good. Whoa! Right off the top of my head right there. That Whoa! Was yeah, see that? Right off the top of my head, man. Good no thoughts. You. Nothing written down here. But it's Tony Kevin here in the afternoon. Now, as Kevin said, whoa, that was the reaction we got with a few minutes left of the early line this morning when news drops down. Yeah that Russell Wilson has a new contract, and a massive contract it is, Kevin. But having said that, it is big. He's going to get paid a lot of money. He'll probably get every dime, but it's not fully guaranteed. Far from it. Far far from it. And now we actually have not really had the opportunity, you and I, to circle back because the Mm -hmm. latest— We'll get to the Lamar. We should give Russ his due. This is the Russ contract story. But the latest on Lamar was like, yeah, it's not even true that I want X for a fully guaranteed deal, nor did they offer me more than Kyler. So there's a lot to unpack there. Yeah. But I'm sure other franchises saw the Russell Wilson deal and were over the moon. Yeah. Absolutely ecstatic. Like, oh, my goodness. Like, not only not fully guaranteed – if yeah. I was reading this correctly, now not that they will, but if they need to cut this guy in two, three years, they actually can with essentially mm-hmm. no skin off their back. Yeah, because if you're – here's the reason being why people say, like, well, what's it matter? Because quarterbacks are usually going to get all of their money if they're good quarterbacks. Let's just say Russell Wilson, he's in the middle of his prime right now, got a lot of money. Every single year, that money is still coming in. Like, that's real dollars, but you're right, if he gets cut – You don't see it, but who expects Russell Wilson to stink in like two years and he's not worth what he's getting paid for? So if he goes that full seven years, he'll probably get every dime. But as you said, here's the issue. When you fully guarantee the contracts, there's no wiggle room. Like if you say to yourself, you know, hey, well, here's the contract guarantees, $165 million. Essentially, Kevin, that's what gets spread as your cap hit necessarily if you need to cut them over yeah. those seven years. So when you cut a guy after two years, those last five years accelerate right into your cap and just says, whoa, like that's a hammer. Like when the Eagles got rid of Carson Wentz, there was a lot of dead money on that, that accelerated mm-hmm. where it's like we can't pay anybody for like two years until we get out from under that. So if you have a guaranteed full contract, like $250 million over five years, yeah. That goes right to your salary cap and basically says, we can't operate for three years. Is it, right. What's that saying? So it's important for NFL teams to give those guarantees. Knowing full well, Russ is probably going to get that. Now, call line's already popping loose here. 844-843-6879. Moose is ready on a Thursday here. Start off college football season in style, week one. What's good, Moose? Yes, sir. Okay, this one's for my buddy uh, Redtail, Okay. I mean, mm, because I'm going to be He's rooting, rooting for West, rooting for West Virginia, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got a little appetizer action, getting ready to put on the smoker. Yeah, let's okay? do it. Okay. All right, it's atomic yep. buffalo, 
atomic buffalo turds. Okay. Whoa. So basically, uh, I basically I, I cut a jalapeno in half, and mm-hmm. I'll do like a stuffed cream cheese or what have you. Put it on the jalapeno rack and uh, mm-hmm. wrap a nice piece of bacon around it and throw it on the smoker. Because wow. you know when you smoke a jalapeno. It uh, turns into a chipotle pepper. That's that's what ch- uh, the term uh, chipotle derives from. Mm. It's a smoked jalapeno. But oh, but um, I I yeah, man, I can't wait for tonight, and I can't wait for Thursdays. And then hey, I want to get your guys' take on this Monday night game mm-hmm. because we're going to be down in Southern Indiana at the casino spending the night uh, Memorial oh, Day. Because that's uh, is that uh, this weekend or is it uh, Thursday when it kicks off? I don't have a schedule in front of me. There is a college football game Monday, but the NFL kicks off Thursday next week. Okay. All right. Okay. So I can still uh, get some tickets, but um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, we're gonna be down. We're gonna be down Memorial Day, uh, hanging out at the pool, having a cobble one, and uh, hitting the books. I can't wait. Yeah, it's that time of year. It's that time of year. By the way, that stuff that you're putting on the grill there, Moose. I would be tasty for me. Eh, I might send me into the uh, restroom a little bit later, though. Might have a little bit of issues with that. K-Dub, any issues with food like that for yourself? I, oh, that's one of those things, man, fellas. That looks good. Let me know how it is. I'm not, I can't do spicy. <laughs> I can't. I know people can call me soft. You're not wrong. I'm not, I'm not shy about it. It's not like I'm, I'm prideful. No, no, no. no. Like, I can't eat any like, hot food. What yeah. I consider spicy, people yes. will... Like, laugh at me. So, yeah, not And for not a big guy, bag. too. I mean, usually you look at a guy like you, like, hey, man, that guy probably loves, like, the spiciest atomic wings that you could possibly eat. No, it and it's the opposite. Sense. It's the opposite. Now, look, you're right about this. Now, I love these tangents that we get off on because you're right. I know people that like spicy food. Now, there's spicy food to add flavor, and there's just being stupid spicy food because you're trying to prove something, <laughs> right? Like, you sit down and have a nice slice of pizza. Like, I'm just talking a regular slice of pizza Knock it down. Oh, that's delicious. But some people would get enjoyment if that pizza had, like, ghost peppers. But what's the point of that? I don't. Yeah, see, I, JP's chiming yeah, in behind get the in scenes. Here, JP like, and explain, I mean, come yes. on now. Like, like eating is a, is a comfort that is a leisure time activity that you look forward to. Why are we putting ourselves through pain when we want to eat something? It's different. If you like heat, you get a, you get a bit of adrenaline from it, man. You get a nice, hot, spicy piece of pizza. It is, it is oh, the best lunch. But but here's my question, honestly. I, I mean that like, I I I ask this so sincerely. Does it does it not hurt? Like, are you not uncomfortable throughout your meal? No, I mean after a while, once you just start adding hot sauce to everything, you're like, oh, I can handle this. A little bit spicier, you start to handle that, and you just keep going, and then you're like, so it's like a tolerance, peppers on pizza. tolerance. It's like drink. Yeah. It's like it's like drinking alcohol. Like eventually, you just learn how to eat the spicier items of life. That's exactly it. He does have a point to that in a way, because you know, like if you, you know, you start out with one cup of coffee, and after five years, like I got four cups a day, I don't feel it anymore. So I understand that. But there are some times though, because I will try certain things. Like I don't mind a spicy wing. I don't need a tomic, right? I prefer mild. That's fine, or maybe a flavor on there, like you know, honey or you know, hot and honey, whatever it is. Like I can tolerate that. But there's some times where I have something that's a little too spicy, where. Like, your tongue is burning where you can't do anything but, like, you know, eat, like, a piece of bread, and you're huffing and puffing for, like, 10 or 15. Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, and I know people are, oh, that's good wing. Try that wing. We're like, no, this, this isn't enjoyable. Like, I love to eat wings. I don't need the punishment to eat wings. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's not for me. I, now, the funny thing is, I guess 
that answer was uh, very simple and was staring me in the face. The idea of you know building up a, a tolerance because I yeah I guess I've been able to get a little bit better right with with some of the but I used to not even be able to do like a mild wing like, like it was barbecue sauce or, or we'd be going dry on those wings. Oh again like just like look because here's the one thing that I know you understand. We've talked about yeah. this in various forms. You're not ruining my meal so I can try something. I'm not ordering a gang of yeah. buffalo wings so I can try the spice and be able to. Yeah. I can't eat anything. Hungry. And I have four yep. bottles of water yes. with my wings. You know, three, You know, a bottle of wing. I can't be doing that. Yeah, like, hey, Kev, you know what? I know you're hungry. I knocked out this ghost pepper pizza. Let's have it tonight. You yeah, take a yeah. bite, and it's like, I, like I'm not. this is ridiculous. Like, I was hungry looking forward to pizza, and you threw some ghost peppers and on I'm my dramatic. pizza. And I'm dramatic. I'll tell you this right now. Like, you, like, accidentally slipped me ghost pepper. Like, I I will not be, like, mobile for, I would I would assume, <laughs> a full 24 hours. Ah. Like, there's no, Woo. like, shake it off. It's like, I can't, like, I got I to gotta go away and I'll, I'll see you guys next week. Like, I got to go yeah. home. This just can't be right. This isn't right like anymore. sweating, and then and all of a sudden, like mm-hmm. you you eat the wings, and you got it on your finger, but you got to wipe your eye. Now you got it in your eye, and you're tearing up. And yeah, it's, it's not made for that. Like food is not made for. That. You're supposed mm-hmm. to enjoy food. Uh, quick business update here: the Mariners just scored in the top of the first inning, take a one nothing lead over the Detroit Tigers. Looks like Eugenio Suarez. A one-out single here with two runners on. So it looks like they still have runners on first and second now with one out. See if they can score a little bit more. But I know it's coming to the end of this segment, but we're really going to dip into this Russell Wilson contract, what it means for the Denver Broncos, and more importantly, we're on a countdown clock here to see how much money and if Lamar Jackson actually signs a contract before week one. It's Moneyline on a Thursday. Having some fun. You need to stick with us here. I mean, this is the place to be in football season. Right here on the grid. Come on back with us. Sonny and Kevin. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Cruising through our number one here on Moneyline Sports Grid Network, Series XM Channel 159. It's Donnie and Kevin. The phone line's popping. 844-843-6879. As you know, we got college football tonight. Major League Baseball is underway. But we do want to take some time to really dissect this Russell Wilson deal and how big it is because it's a monster contract. Boy, you make, you're talking about making so much money in your career so far for some of these quarterbacks that now used to be, uh, play to like 32, 33, 34. These guys are playing to their 40 with $50 million a year contracts. Now, having said that, good move for Denver. Lock this guy up. You made the trade for him. Make him feel comfortable. Don't worry about it down the line. And also, Kevin, as we're finding out, 
Ravens. Sign the guy sooner than later because monster contracts after monster yeah. contracts continue to roll in, which I think is hilarious. I put a tweet out this morning. You know, when Lamar Jackson essentially picks up the phone, he's got like $100 bills stacked around his head screaming into it because he's going to get the last laugh. Mm-hmm. Uh, we believe so, right? But again, yes. with every day that passes, you know, does Baltimore, um, you know, uh, we're just going to have to bite the bullet. And play the year out. Because I guess here's the question. What is the downside if you're the Ravens for letting Lamar play the year out? No indication he'll he'll sit the season out. Mm-hmm. So I'm just I, I'm just the upside or the downside, like the what's bad the part of the downside if you're the Ravens and you do not strike this deal before week one, assuming that holds firm. Uh, I mean, he goes out, they win 12 games, he's the MVP of the league, and says, now nah, I want $70 million a year. That's the downside of not signing him. Which, I'm pretty sure he could win MVP. Here, So, if, if, here's the thing, right? They go out there, he wins MVP, they win the yes. Super Bowl. Uh-huh. Is there really a downside, right? Like, yeah, fine, we'll pay him whatever. No, Who no that's what I mean, the down, I'm, I'm just looking at, like, salary cap-wise, like, yeah. future. Like, forget about, like, the accolades that he gets. If you're saying now, like, hey, we're haggling over $49.5 million. we don't want to give you 50 he goes MVP and wins a Super Bowl, okay, now it's up to 60 Like, that's what I mean. The downside is costing yourself more money as a franchise than needed to be. Yeah, I think if you're the Ravens again, though, you are you have been given a framework by now the Cardinals and the Broncos, right? You probably want to be able to bring it in the in between the two quarterbacks, right? Again, I don't know how anybody argues that Lamar has not earned more money than Kyler Murray. I think that's ridiculous. I would say, Donnie, if we inter- polled a hundred people. Russell Wilson versus Lamar Jackson over the next, uh, let's call it five years. What do you think Russ would win the poll? 70-30, do you think Russ would win that poll? Or would it be closer than that? As who's going to be better in the future or who's better? You, you, like, you would assign one of those quarterbacks over the next five years, Russell Wilson or Lamar Jackson. How do you think that yeah. poll would finish? Uh, probably, I, I would say that uh, Russ would be, be the lead of that. Yeah, not by a lot, though. Not by a larger margin. Because some people, oh, Lamar Jackson can't play quarterback, stinks, stinks, stinks. Well, that's not really what the general public thinks of Lamar Jackson and moving forward. So I do think it would be Russell Wilson, but not one of those, oh, what are you kidding me? Not 99%. Like, no, come on. Yeah, I don't think, I said 70 30, maybe that's strong. I just think Russ is a guy that people trust, understandably. Maybe you factor in the five years thing. Maybe uh, Lamar would be able to pull more of that back. I think, truthfully, I think it would be. At least 60-40, Russ. So you could, I could understand saying to yourselves, if you're the Ravens, we should be able to come in underneath the Russ number. But that's not always realistic, of course, right? Mm-hmm. But at least the fact that Russ did a deal that was underneath the Rodgers number, we're not back to the, I get paid more than the last guy who just signed, which is yeah. the way things used to trend in the NFL for contracts. So again... If you're the Ravens, you don't have to worry about the fully guaranteed thing. But it's I just feel like it's such a layup, right? Of course you want Lamar Jackson there for the next half decade. So mm-hmm. why wouldn't you sign a deal? When, again, it feels like the parameters are pretty set for you already. Yes, there are. And by the way, 
You know, he has a million followers on Twitter, Lamar Jackson. And I do like the fact that he just pops in when people like Adam. You know, some of these stars just hit at and it's just like it doesn't even register with them at that point. Right. They don't look for ats or, you know, unless it was one of their boys or a check mark that comes up. So uh, one, one, one guy writes, as much as I love Lamar, a fully guaranteed deal is just bad business, just horrible franchises like the Cleveland Browns do horrible businesses, blah, blah, blah. I'm hoping LJ gets his whatever. And then Lamar Jackson pops in like, yeah, well, you don't love Lamar then. You know what I mean? Like, it just mm-hmm. out of nowhere, like from the clouds, like he just responds to you. Now, also, somebody put one on Twitter, which I was trying to scroll through and I can't find it right now. And it's actually him replying to someone. like, man, they offered him $250 million guaranteed already. And he pops right. in like, no, they didn't. So at least we have like a gauge of they're going mm-hmm. back and forth because we always want to see. Like when Juan Soto was like, hey, you got to pay me more. The Nationals like, well, you know, we're at our last straw here. Put this out there to embarrass him saying, what do you want us to do? He turned on $450 million. We can't offer any more. What an idiot. What an idiot. I would like to see the negotiations going back and forth because for him not to have a deal by now, something is really amiss. It really is. It is one of those stories, though, that once the deal is done, it feels like, okay, we're good here. And both parties should be happy, but it just feels like such a layup. You mentioned right there's that you know, there's this portion of people. Ah, oh, Lamar's not a franchise quarterback. He's going to get injured. You can't win with Lamar Jackson, which is, yeah. I believe, completely ridiculous. That is the football team that last year was eight and three with Lamar Jackson, the number one seed in the AFC at the time. They lost every single game post injury, every single game. By the way, that was the first time Lamar missed any time. To injury, They've won a playoff game with Lamar Jackson on the road, by the way. They are a football team that was a number one seed with Lamar Jackson. He's put up an MVP season before. I just, the bar for getting that extension is not win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not telling you that I would rather have Lamar than Josh Allen, but I don't think you could reasonably say that Josh Allen has accomplished more than Lamar Jackson. Josh Allen has been able to go one round further than uh, ultimately Lamar. I think he's got one extra postseason win, maybe two, not a lot. And then, of course, Lamar has the MVP. I just, the gap I feel like the people view Lamar on sometimes is, is not as wide as, as it really, you know, kind of actually is. Yeah, because they're two mobile running quarterbacks when you break it down. But I think people equate more of. Uh, once Lamar Jackson breaks down, like his legs don't work, he can't be an effective passer when you don't get that with like a Josh Allen, even though we don't know that to be true. I think that's just general generalization because we're waiting. We haven't seen an athlete like Lamar Jackson, a quarterback. I mean, sure, Randall Cunningham, Donovan McNabb, Michael Vick. We've seen some mobile quarterbacks really get after it, but not to this level where – like the joke was like two years ago, Lamar, don't even throw the ball. Go back there and go one one thousand, two one thousand. Just get fifteen yards every single play because he was that talented enough to do that. We want to see him in more of that passing setting because how do we operate, right? Well, he's a very good regular season quarterback because you don't have time to prepare. But once you get to the really good football teams in the playoffs, he can't succeed. Well, he finally gets that win under his belt in the postseason. You're looking for him to take the next step, but at the same time, help him. Out. Like I understand, like like. Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers. I don't think he has much help at this point, but it almost feels like he likes it like that, Wes. Okay, you separate him. But Lamar, why doesn't Lamar Jackson have an absolute banger at wide receiver with him? Like, why didn't they reach out and say, hey, let's get you Tyreek Hill and let's get after it this year? It's almost like they do the same thing. Like, well, Lamar, you're really good enough to win football games by yourself, and let's put our money elsewhere. Like, this is 
the one aspect that will sound ridiculous. Because, Don, if you right now were to rank the most consistent franchises in the NFL, you would not list the many before the Baltimore Ravens. Correct. So being the quarterback for that team would sound like a great thing. But if you, it's one of those things if you dive in, right? Remember towards the back end of Tom in New England, we were like, mm-hmm. hold on a minute. <laughs> Who do they have him throwing the ball to? What yes. We, what is going on here, right? Still winning if, double digits, yeah. 100%. But if it came out that Lamar soured on being in Baltimore as they traded away his very good friend mm-hmm. and number one wide receiver, Marquise Brown, while not even remotely coming close to replenishing the stockpile. Like, here's the thing. Kyle Hamilton is who they drafted in the first round, who absolutely might win Defensive Rookie of the Year and I think will make multiple Pro Bowls. No knocking it, right? Yes. But it was supposed to be this absolutely loaded, star-studded wide receiver class. And there was just no angling in that direction, right? Yes. Like, it just... Because we know they're going to draft the best player, and I think that's what they did, and that's fine. But this is not a team that has prioritized giving Lamar elite wide receiver talent really at all. Yeah, it seems like they go that like cheap veteran. I don't even want to say cheap is wrong. Like that yeah. veteran route, like a solid guy. We'll throw a couple of them together, see what you can do. Now, entering into the season, he does have the benefit of having one of the better tight ends in football, you know, up there with the Kelseys of the world, you know, in Andrews. But the wide receiver core, Rashard Bateman, okay, I know you drafted him as a high draft pick. Okay. James Prochet. Devin DuVernay, you see what I mean? Like, we know they're going to run the football, but goodness, if they just have their plethora of 16 running backs that they have and pair them up with, like, a Julio Jones-type player in his prime. Not to say that every player or every team gets a Julio Jones or, like, a Megatron. I'm not saying that. But if you gave them one wide receiver that's like, you can't defend me. I'm going to be open every play and watch that entire offense explode. Like you saw, right? So you have the Green Bay Packers. They trade, you know, Devontae Adams down to the Vegas Raiders. Imagine Devontae Adams with Lamar Jackson. Oh, Lamar can't get him the football. Trust me, they'd be able to get him the football because he'd be wide open every play, and Andrews would be destroying, you know, linebackers and safeties over the middle. Everybody would be open, including Lamar Jackson, waiting two seconds and running where nobody can defend him. It would have been interesting to find out and see, but that's not happening. It's all Lamar Jackson, which makes it interesting to see if he can pull down an MVP this year. Talking NFL football, we'll get to some college football shortly and a Major League Baseball card. Come on back. It's Moneyline. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 
back at it here on Moneyline. Talking some NFL action here. Lamar Jackson, MVP chances. We'll see. We'll know a lot by next Thursday night when the NFL gets open and roll. That's one week away. Man, it's getting close on that. But we do have college football tonight, so if we take a look here at the lines, I know there's a – and by the way, you, know, you get that – you get lulled into sleep. I was like, like oh, it's only West Virginia, mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, and you know Penn State's going to play tonight. And there's legitimately, I don't want to say it in my card, 30 games. 30 games on the board, including like everything from UAB to Alabama A&M. You know, La Tech, Missouri, we just talked about the quarterback there, and that total of 61.5. So this is a nice night. And also, I can't harp on this enough. Like, even talking to Joe this morning, it still baffles me in how lucky we are today. Like, if you just got into gambling with the advent of legalized sports gambling and started following along, the amount of bets you can place are awesome because it was never like this. Like, you were never getting a line, Kevin, on Monmouth, New Hampshire. You weren't getting a line here, even offshoot, like VMI, Wake Forest. They weren't on the board. How about this one? The Long Island Sharks versus Toledo is listed on the FanDuel Sportsbook. Wow, How about really? you ready for this one? This is what I like. This is what I like. Minus 47.5 for Toledo. Total. 55 and a half. Whoa! <laughs> Thread the needle on that uh-huh. one. Uh-huh. A do-it-by-yourself job there. Um, now, is that Post? Who's the Long Island Sharks? Who are they? Remember is that the, the old with, CW Post? Remember the deal with the po- with Post last year we were talking about? Yeah. They were like a 70-point, a 60-point dog to, like, West Virginia. Wasn't <laughs> it something along the lines, I, I think? I believe it was. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty crazy. That. Pretty crazy. Um, but, like... Like, the yeah. point I was making real quick was, like, we, we just had, like, you know, minus three and a half. And, like, the, really what it was in college football. Mm-hmm. Now it's being opened up, like, pro football betting. And I got to tell you, like, granted, I played in the 90s in Division three, so it doesn't even, like, compute. But you're a college football player. And you got touchdown props for yourself tonight. I mean, you, trust me. Like, they went, oh, we don't pay. You got to be kidding me. They're clicking on, like, a fan duel going, I wonder what we look at. Hey, check out this. I'm plus 240. Yeah. Touchdown, plus 440, baby. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, so good. Now, I wanted to tell you this because I know you'll appreciate this. It was all too reminiscent of last year's Ohio State-Minnesota game. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those that were not with us on In Play Sports tonight, a running back, uh, yardage prop on Master Teague that looked like the easiest bet of all time and just plummeting, yes. plummeting, plummeting, and all in all, you know, there ended up being reasoning. So this morning I jumped on with Ben on the morning after, decided to talk a little college football. And, you know, he knows I'm, I'm interested in the props. And he goes, uh, Lou Nichols the third, which is the Central Michigan running back who last year led the country in rushing. He goes, oh, man, what do you think about that uh, 97 and a half? I said, what are you talking about? That's his mm-hmm. rushing number. I said, what, are you, what book are you looking at? What are you talking about? He's like, mm. I'm, on, I'm on FanDuel. So I looked, and it was 97 and a half. Find that number. Now, I don't know if that was the exact number when you and I were yeah. live, but I know for a fact the night before, because I had gone through the props card on some of the bigger games, it yes. was 80 and a half. Mm. 17 yards of movement yeah. on one, you know, on what, a 12-hour window? Incredible. Probably less. I said, what is Yep. What is going on? Right? Like, that's just outrageous. And now I come back, and the number's 90 and a <laughs> half. And by the way, everybody who's out there is about yardage props. Like, seven yards, Donnie, or running back prop is yes. going to make the difference. I, I just love Huge. the idea that there's somebody out there with over 80 and a half rush yards, 
and under 97 and a half rush yards because yeah. for a running back prop, that's actually a legitimate middle range that you've that's afforded fun. yourself now. Exactly. Like, that's the target strike zone that you hope for and get there. But it just goes to show you some of these things are crapshoots, especially right out of the gate where we don't really know depth charts in college football. But it's fun to bet. Like, it's fun they have the option to bet some of these guys. By the way, quick update here in the NFL. Saints safety Marcus May was arrested this morning for aggravated assault with a firearm per source. So the Saints unloaded a player from their secondary because of how stacked they were, now lose another player in their secondary. I think we lose them, right? Or is this one that's going to play out like, eh, no problem. Uh, Court date in, I don't know, next April. But that's interesting news here coming from New Orleans. A team that Try to get high on the say you might be able to take down those Tom Brady Buccaneers, but that's certainly two guys, two starters gone yeah. from that secondary. You know what? You all time level explain yourself that I missed the boat on, but we can circle back now. Let's be realistic, right? The Philadelphia Eagles trade Darius Slay right before the season. And what mm. would you come on and say? Tanking. This team doesn't want to win. They yeah. don't believe in their quarterback, right? How do you explain the New Orleans Saints trading Chauncey Gardner-Johnson about a week out before the season? A a team that I know you want to be high on. Like, are you not a little... I'm not saying it's like your best bet and you're, you know, all you care about is a Saints win total, but it was something I know for a while you were interested in. Are you not a little rattled on the premise that the Saints are moving on from a starting defensive back right before we get underway? I mean, they had a lot of options, but it's also one of those things where you still have to take into effect the player and how he's going to respond. Because a player that wants his money and doesn't get it, there's some guys that get extra motivated and other guys go, man, money is around this league. I deserve it, and why am I not getting it? I'm going to put in the minimum, and I'm going to bide my time. Because you can give off those vibes. And, you know, I know this is a long time ago, and this is taking it to the extreme, but Terrell Owens, after 2004, the Eagles went to the Super Bowl. That was the year that he got horse-collar tackled by Roy Williams, and the NFL changed the rule. When he comes back in the Super Bowl, plays effectively basically on a bionic ankle, and in the offseason, all he wanted was guarantee like my next two years. And Joe Banner, the idiot, messed with a you know caged animal and said, no, you'll play under your contract and like it. And he went so ballistic, they basically cut him midseason because you never know how a player responds to that. So maybe Chauncey maybe he's showing up and saying, you know what? Hey, let's do some extra work. Yeah, I'll do extra work when you pay me. You can't do that in the NFL. And if you're really not going to pay the guy, you better move on. But boy, oh boy. They get a starting caliber player like that for like a fifth and a sixth. It's crazy how in the NFL, like when somebody wants their money, how their value really drops down. Yeah, I, I also too because one of the this just came to me with the Jalen Rager stuff that obviously mm-hmm. took place yesterday. Um, like, <laughs> is Howie Roseman? I think the, the Devonta Smith pick will work out. Like, I think Jordan Davis will work out, but mm-hmm. we know there's been some real misses in the past. Mm-hmm. I mean, is this guy just better off stockpiling picks and then trading them all? Yes. Right? Like, the A.J. Brown deal feels so fantastic. This move here with Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. The <laughs> fact that, again, the Jalen Rager deal, like, kind of 
soften the blow because it felt like they actually won that trade. You know, like, yeah. He needs to just stick to the trade market, I think. I'm telling you. Like, sometimes you're right. And it's always the adage where, like, draft picks for some reason are gold. Like, the joke that always goes around is, like, a legitimate, like, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, I'm not going to give you that second first rounder. And I say, okay, let's rewind back and look who you picked for the last two years in the first round. Yeah, two guys that you cut already. But, ooh, I don't know if you can give that. I love the fact that I like known commodities. Like, in Major League Baseball, you can't trade your draft picks on like a 17-year-old high school kid that you're going to draft three overall. And like, ooh, let me give that. Yeah, I don't know if you can give that up for Juan Soto at this point. And I say, where is you like, why are draft picks more important than players that are actually vested veterans who you know can play that when you trade that draft pick away, you get a good football player back, but you'd rather have Andre Dillard at left tackle who may never play for your team. But that's more important than actually trading away for a legitimate player. Yeah, I mean, we always we always talk about that stuff. Now, um, quickly on a on a baseball note yeah. that I just saw come across my timeline. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if this is real. I assume it's not. I can't listen okay. to the audio, yeah. but a tweet from at a Rod. Ah, yes, Alex Rodriguez. Hey, a Rod. Now, there's a little it's a twenty second video, but it says, mm-hmm. "You tell me, should yes. I make a comeback?" And then it says, "Race to 700. Now. Honestly, right? Yeah. If A Rod would, how old is he now? He's got to be fifty, right? Or is that is that is he still underneath? That? I don't. Yeah. You know what? Let me look that up here. A Rod age forty seven. Yeah, I didn't 47. think he was just quite fifty. Yep. Okay. He's close, but he's, he's yeah. Not there just yet. turned. All right. If A Rod wanted to sign with a major league team to try to get to seven hundred, uh huh. Do you think he would have a place? No, I would you, sanction the baseball team that signed them just because, like, it, it's something like the Pirates would do or, like, the Marlins would do, right? Uh-huh. Like, teams that have no business winning anything, and maybe they can squeeze some headline news and sell, like, three more tickets. But He's if anybody does sign him for away. that, yeah. He yeah. is four away. Let me ask People you this. baseball that love the fact that he's four away from that, too, probably. I know they're never getting that. <laughs> do you, do you, this will sound ridiculous, but I, mm-hmm. I ask this in earnest. Yeah. Is there a world he wouldn't get it? Like, he wouldn't, because he wouldn't be able to play a full buck 62. He would like, get it. Like, what would you like, get? Like, give him two months? Like, he'd get it after two months? Like, if you, if you were DHing him, like, at least every other day, he would hit four home runs in 60 days. He would. I, I, most likely. I'm not. Yes. But, I would love to know, like, what A Rod gets in a cage right now and, and how that would go. But, Donnie, that's all it would take. Like, two months, like you said, mm-hmm. like every other day yeah. is a DH. Yep. You would be. Now, I don't know if you dislike A Rod, like, indifferent on A Rod. Few people, I think, are, are indifferent on A Rod. Yeah. But you would be bothered if he came back to try to get to 700. I wouldn't be bothered by him. I'd actually be bothered by the team that picked him up, to be honest with you. Because you know, there's a paycheck or get the – exactly. That's just ridiculous where what are you doing with your franchise? That's why I joke about, like, baseball would have to step in and be like, okay, Marlins, you want him to play? $15 million fine. Sure, he can play. Go ahead. Right. I – man, I don't – I would love to see it. I, it would back be with, – Back with the Yanks. I'll tell you. Where, I'll tell where you number what. two. I – <laughs> him coming back with the Yanks and putting on, putting on. Now would Jeter game. come back just to try to bump? Like you know, what? I hear A Rod's coming back. Sign me instead. Here, I'm 48. Sign me yeah. instead. Honestly, I, I mean, I, I feel like they're now. What's the pop? What's the pop? Their opening day. Jeter's a DH one day. I mean, it's, it's the pop. Day I tell you what, if the they box. lose Aaron Judge, that that might need to be the move they make to settle the fan base. Yeah, no, no. Nah, nah, you know how you keep the fan base. I already told you about that. Judge moves on. Still keep the judges' chambers out there. <laughs> I can't. 
I, you always talk Fantastic, about that. Man. I refuse oh, to look yeah, it I up believe, because I refuse I believe to look that was a legitimate thing. story from the Yankees. Yeah, look, it's not be. a big deal. At least for next year, we're still going to keep the judges' chambers, even if yeah, he's a Boston be. Red Sox. I'll tell you right now who hopes this video from A-Rod is serious. Albert Pujols. Ah. Because you know that big Al right now is, what, I said yeah. I was going to retire. What am I doing? Oh, my gosh. No, no, no. You know what I'm saying? Like, Donnie, what was he thinking saying that if that guy's going to retire at 697 as well? He can't Stop the madness. He yeah, can't. St. Louis would bring him back in a second. I mean, they would bring him back and say, hey, we know how this is going to go here. Take your swan song. Like, you want to retire April 17th next year of after course. you get that 700, you tip your cap and say, man, it's been a great ride. That's the way to go out. But it is funny that you paint yourself into a corner. I don't care where I end up. This is going to be it. That'd be a tough to swallow at 699. I'll tell you what. There's nothing I would like more than go batting one and two in a lineup, A-Rod and Albert Pujols, as they both try to chase down <laughs> 700. Like if they both needed four, oh, that would be tremendous. It'd be like Sosa McGuire back in the summer of 98, head-to-head. You got Who's going to hit it first? Who's going to do it here? Yeah, some aging yeah. vets out here at that point. But, yeah, that's interesting, 47. I do think in 60 days he'd hit four home runs and be able to retire at that point. But. That's Major League Baseball. You could do it. Hey, Tom Brady's playing football at 45, so anything is possible at this point here. Uh, short segment coming up here. We'll see if JP wants to dip into the MLS waters again, which were unkind. Come on back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Back out of here. Quick segment here before the top of the hour. Okay, Dub loving the music choice. It's the only reason that he's yelling and screaming in the background. But we don't even care why he's yelling and screaming, so let's just get to JP. <laughs> JP, where, where are you going today? Now, see, you tell people, yeah, hold on, before you answer this, this is good, yeah. because typically a host is supposed to know, like, oh, what's going on in the background, so I just blocked Kevin, so go ahead, <laughs> I came back, I got killed in MLS last night, oh, I'm going to the MLB, man. and I'm taking a team to win on the money line. Oh, money line play. All right, so now let's take a look at this. By the way, yesterday, me and Scott guessed the, t- the game that JP was picking in the MLS. It was a huge card last night, West Coast game. And we both thought it would be Portland. I don't know anything about Portland. But JP actually had that same game but had the opposite team. And Portland rolled last night. So maybe I'm a soccer uh, soccer star here. So we're going money line today on a game. All right. So take a look at this card money line-wise. Let's see if I'm going to fall. Now, all right. Hold on. 
Nike at post four o'clock, JP, or afternoon? Believe it's after four o'clock. Let me double check that. This just doesn't count. I'm surprised first of all that can't. he's not that he's not betting college. Huh. Um I'm surprised he's not betting college football tonight. Hold on, let's see. There's minimal options here. You didn't need this help. He's betting something in that's Dodgers. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like that's what I, that was the elimination game you I wanted out of the way. You, so you basically just asked him, is it Mets-Dodgers? Because you know he's not betting the Athletics-Nats game or the 2 o'clock start. Yeah, because the other ones are steep. Like, minus 184, minus 170s, 405 right. <laughs> in the Atlanta game, and then the Milwaukee. It's, you know what? Might be. It's, it's got to be Milwaukee or it's got to be the Dodgers. It's got to be one of those two games. You don't think it could be? I think it could Oh, the game, sure. Yeah, like yeah it could games. be the Mets, though. Yeah. Yeah. I think the Mets are, are in line. Mm. To be the answer here, don't you? Could be. I got to decide which which is the best uh, form here. Hmm. Okay. All right. So that's where we're going with that. By the way, what were you yelling and screaming about? Which we got like thirty seconds here. Yeah. Oh, never mind. Whoa! Uh, Thanks, JP. We're out. We'll be back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.